Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is only two people. So, bitch, how are you, mate? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. And we've got our favorite person in lockdown, Hannah. How are you going? I took off my mask for the podcast. I'm good. Thanks, mate. Well, it's good because it'll be all muffled. And unfortunately, we don't have JD. He is um, still working. Very busy man at the moment. Um, but, you know, hope he gets... All his work done and he can join us again in two weeks' time for when we do another episode. Um, but we had so much racing on at the moment. We had two weeks and we had three rounds of racing. One supercars, two Formula One. Yep. Some might say too they, much. They are really smashing it out. It's good. It is. Oh, um, I like the F1 are doing them back-to-back if they're doing the same track. Like, yeah, just get it done. Well, they well, even then- did back-to-back. They did... To yeah, Austrian, and then they went straight to Hungary. Yeah, I just realized that when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it caught us off guard with our tips because we did Austrian Grand Prix, and then I didn't realize the Hungarian Grand Prix was on. And so we just ran our same tips again. So worked out for me. I was honest. pretty happy with it. it. It worked out all right. Both of uh, you guys both did all right. Um, Still last, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, we're gonna start, with my head. The my heart. start fighting with my and head i think i've decided i keep saying you're fourth all right you're not last you're of, of four we call that last where i come from <laughs> hey if you're not first you're not yeah. first you're second no. yeah, it's a lie you could be second or third yeah you could be fifth no. <laughs> no, not now championship <laughs> no <laughs> well you could be but that's something's going badly wrong yeah. So, supercars seem to be trying to get all the racing they can in before something else happens. Um, <laughs> the states kick them out, I guess. Yeah. Running out. Yeah. Of well, all the teams now have been told to go to go to per- uh, Perth, go to Queensland. bloody um, Queensland. <laughs> no one can get into Perth. It's like I doubt that round might even happen. Hmm. Perth. WA seem to be living in their own little bubble at the moment, and they seem to be. Quite content to live over there. Well, it's already like the most um, isolated place ever. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but they're still close to a city. Perth is the most isolated city in the world. Legit. Like, okay, there you go. Did not know that. Yeah, dead set. It's like two and a half thousand k's to the closest city or something. Because they've only got Australia to get close to, then the rest of it they've got ocean. Yeah, yeah and true. a lot of it out that way. <laughs> yeah, like one of the biggest spanses of it. Um. So they seem to be quite happy living in their little bubble, but BJR haven't made the move to Queensland. Are they on their way? No. They say oh, we're going to stay in. Um, I don't know. They, they're out of – they're not part of the greater, greater Sydney metropolitan area. They're oh, not in a hot okay. spot. So they're yeah, like, right. well, we can still work out of our base. Are they still at being... all so there's um some border issues going on with Aubrey at the moment, actually. I heard their mayor was pushing to move that permit checking point north. It's causing a few issues for the city. And they're changing all the permit regulations in a couple of days too. So all existing yeah. permits across the border are being revoked and everyone needs to reapply. So that might Jeez. cause some as well. I think I think it was supercars requested everyone move to Queensland. That's what I'm I sure thought I read. Yeah, they they did, but there was an there's an article on Supercars saying that they're still there, that all mm. the other teams have made the move except for BJR. I suppose Erebus were on the farm as well up in New South Wales, or Kelly Racing were. 
Kelly, Kelly Racing, Racing were, but they're, yeah. they're moved. Mm-hmm. Um, Just going to do the quick Yoldi typey. They're, do you know, Walkinshaw and Tickford are going to be working out of um, theme parks. What? Yeah, I've seen Walk, that. Walkinshaw, Walkinshaw, thanks to Luffy, have lined up to work out of Movie World. Of course. Wait a second. So no, Tickford aren't even working out of Movie World. They're working oh, out the of the showtime. shop that runs that, the youth, the... They run yeah. the um the stunt shows for SeaWorld and Movie World. So I don't know if they're actually working oh. at Movie World. Well, I like the idea of them working out of Movie World. <laughs> like every now and then you're working on the car and the big flame goes up and Luffy comes in <laughs> from his little, little like, show. Luffy, that he does. Here, mate. Oh, show goes on, mate. The show goes on. <laughs> show goes on. <laughs> uh, showtime. You guys, oh, showtime. You guys are racing in front of no one. I'm performing in front of no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Showtime do, um, if anyone's ever seen the uh, motorbike FMS stunts at, at the Supercars rounds, so that's where they're working out of, is with oh, them. Okay. Looks like, um, as well, Kelly's moved to Ormo. And yeah, it's around the corner is going to be working out of Norwell. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for that, Anton, the dude connection. Yeah. Well, that, the dude pretty much come out and said he's happy to help teams. He seems yeah. like a guy that would, you know, would help out a lot of teams at the moment just to get them go racing. Yeah, for sure. I think so. he understands what's, what needs to happen to keep the whole thing running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. No, you're right. I'm, yeah, reading that now, BJR staying in Albury. But, yeah, I honestly wonder how long that's going to last given everything that's going well, on at the moment. So they're going to stay there for, like, what, a week? Next week they're going to start driving up to Darwin. Yeah. They're here for two weeks because since we spoke, they've now it started off as a rumor um, that we're going to get two rounds. It was a real um, a real roller coaster of emotions the last couple of weeks for me. <laughs> Lots going on. Um, we there was all these rumors that we're going to get two rounds of supercars in Darwin, and I was like, fantastic! That's you know the best thing since sliced bread. And then the Northern Territory government goes out and announces that. All of Greater Western Sydney is not Greater Western Sydney. The Greater Metropolitan Area of Sydney is a hotspot for coronavirus. And if you come in, if you've gone there, you have to quarantine, and not self quarantine. It's go into the workers' camp at Howard Springs for two weeks. Yeah, I was like, I messaged a group going, "That's it. Supercars are done up here. I guess I'm going to refund on my ticket." <laughs> then, like last weekend, they announced that we got two rounds. It's official. We do have two yeah. rounds up here. So Supercars um, issued a um a message to teams apparently asking them post SMSP to essentially evacuate Metro Sydney for that reason. Mm-hmm. So they've been told to go. I assume it's so to either like get it out for two weeks. Or yeah, yeah. would have been a conversation with the government saying, if you get out of Sydney, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. And now there's rumors that Townsville is going to be two rounds. Now, timestamp that conversation we had a few pods back about places that would be appropriate to hub the supercars, and those two tracks were in that chat. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes sense. The facilities are there. It uh, does. Townsville is one of those tracks that I think you mentioned in our chat today. There's no residential around it, so you can sort of close it down for a couple of weeks. Plus, I mean, you've been part of that side of things. How long does it take to close down a street like pack up a street circuit 
Yeah, so I guess it's kind of a two-part answer to that. You've got closed down and you've got closed down. So if you were going to do back-to-back weekends, you would probably close the track for the event and probably reopen it midweek potentially um, unless the council there is cool with you having diversions in place that long. I guess if they're not in big lockdowns and whatnot like we are here, there might be some pushback because that's a major road out to the port. Um, but look, I mean, if you can divert them for three days, what's to say you can't divert them for 10, you know, I think it's pretty it's achievable. It's no different than roadworks. Yeah, correct. And they have, I think everyone in that space up there is pretty familiar with what the, the detours are and it's really well signed and the, you know, the traffic plans are existing for that. So it's, yeah, in terms of the impact to it, it's not on the same level as the Gold Coast. You know, we shut that place down for <laughs> like eight days and it's, as much as it's manageable, it's not great. <laughs> It's yeah. a shit fight to drive in, hundred uh, yeah. <laughs> percent. when we drove through to Newcastle that first year, Mitch, you're like, "This is where the start of the race is and stuff." I'm like, "This is your only highway south. How do you close this off?" No, it's not the only one, but it's one of the main it's ones. The main. If you want to speak, it's the one on the beach, though. So everyone drives yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So great. Pretty big deal. Um, if it wasn't for the indie legacy of that, I don't know if you'd get that one across the line these days, designing it in that area. But, Probably. you know, that's, that's the beauty of, of indie slash Goldie. But, yeah, no, Townie, I reckon, is, is a great candidate for that. So if that goes ahead, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. So where other do we have, like, the other calendar that we've got? We Obviously, Sandown, we can cross that out. Like, that's not oh, yeah. happening. She's done. <laughs> Winter's gone. It brings us to Bathurst. Now... This is a dumb Territorian that knows nothing about anything south of the Barrima line. And if you don't know what the Barrima line is, well, then, nope. you know. Is that a road? It, a it's a map. set of traffic lights that divide Darwin <laughs> and Palmerston. And I, uh, okay. You it's don't cross it. subject if you're a local. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Bathurst in jeopardy with any hotspots? No, it's, it's, not it's even close. a fair distance away, man. It's, it's like five hours at Sydney, four maybe. Yeah, four five hours, I can, yeah. And even if it's anything like regional Victoria right now, there's, there's an no entire mountain in the way. Region. It's fine. Like, yeah. You've got to go <laughs> over the Blue Mountains to get there. So. Well, for, for example, so from where we are in Melbourne here, I'm in lockdown. Yeah. Geelong is an hour and a bit drive away. They're not in lockdown. So oh, okay. regionals are kind of, they're doing pretty well at the moment. Um, and those guys would be included in that. So even if Sydney is a concern, I don't imagine that being in jeopardy. So Perth, we spoke about, Perth will probably go ahead. I'm pretty sure the government, if everyone's starting taking tests and stuff like that, maybe if they, I mean, they had 30,000 people at the football the other night. Yeah. I got to, yeah. I got to be honest. That was weird watching it. But, ooh, people. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, Channel 7 like to superimpose fake noise over it. That's weird. Oh. Um, yeah. It's probably so you don't hear all the players swearing and whatnot, you know? Well, sure. <laughs> we, I had a laugh. you can watch people. and be like, oh, I know what he just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, they always like, oh, we don't like violence. And, you know, when the footy teams fight, they think that's bad and stuff. Yeah. Well, the game I was watching, Western Bulldogs and um, GWS were having a punch on. And they amped the crowd up. Like, they really got it cheering during that bit. I'm like, no one's there. Like, yeah. it's an empty stadium. Yeah, like you're right. Amping the crowd up to make it seem like, oh, yeah, everyone's into it. And you're like, well, obviously, you know that people love a good punch. I was going to say, you know what the people want. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I gotta go back and watch that. It's so weird. Um, So Perth will probably go ahead. Tasmania, we think. Yes. Tasmania seem to be letting people in, aren't they? Yeah, I think their borders are open. Koreans right now. (laughs) So as long as you fly, not drive, you should be fine. That'll be that'll be the interesting part though, is how they get the trucks down. So Trent, isn't goods still allowed to go through? Like cargo, yeah, that's how the teams can still get stuff out. Like, but if this, if they put them on the spirit, the spirit's like down the road for me. It's in metro, so you're gonna have to be careful about how you manage the drivers' movements and and moving through Melbourne because you wouldn't stay even want to start a piss. Stay in your truck, piss in a bottle. <laughs> but like, even the workers at the docks, for example, you know, yeah, that'll be what like, about- doable. But logistically, they'll have to keep an eye on it. What about the final Sydney round? Mm. Question. I mean, mark. that is that is down for December. Yeah. But I mean, it all kicked off at the start of the year, and then everything died back down, and we're like, "Oh, this is fine." And now, three, four months later, it's all kicking back up again, isn't it? Yeah, and I think there'll be a lot more hesitation around borders and whatnot this time around. <laughs> mm-hmm. There already yeah. was to begin with, so I can't see that getting any better. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what you... last round, could they run the gauntlet, get there? There's no rush to get anywhere else. True. Yeah, true. But I'm just thinking, like, if you do two in Darwin and then you got two in Townsville, that replaces Sandown. Then mm-hmm. you got Bathurst. And I think, to be honest, once you've got Bathurst, they could drop Perth and Tasmania. All they got to do is just get back to Sydney. I reckon they'll Contact. need to. I think we can still... We can run the calendar out that way. Just, yeah. I, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm all for this two rounds. You know, I said to people today, it's the first time Darwin's going to have a proper super sprint. Yeah. Ah, yeah. What's the weather around? like up there at the moment, by the way? Any rain yet? No. Long way no, off. It was, it was cold the other day. It's, <laughs> it's, what? It's 26 right now. Define cold. At, um, uh, all right. Well, I'm cold right now, and it's 16. Shut up! I don't care. It will, it's cold. <laughs> that? It, Let me. It will be. We're in St Kilda. It's currently nine fucking degrees, and that's warm. Well, no, it's going to be <laughs> 19 <laughs> degrees tomorrow at seven o'clock, and that will be chilly. Really? But I'll have my coffee, so I'll be fine. Um, so you want to know? Nine, 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 nine. So, um, okay, I'll give you a look. This is a rundown for the next 10 days of weather up here. Um, 1832, sunny. 1931, sunny. 2131, sunny. 2131, sunny. I get it. 2032, sunny. So it'll be fine. Mine's 13, 8, 13, 6, 13, 4, 13, 7, 14, 6, 13, 8. Landmine right in the middle of all that shit, and that's where I'm at. Weather will be fine. It won't be as cool as it normally is, but okay. we've had sort of a late. We've had a late chill come through. Like it's been quite cool. But it'll be interesting because they already say it's hot at the normal time when we have the race. Like awesome, oh, oh. up here. Like come on, bros. Fire allocation going into Darwin at the moment. Are we doing the mixed or no? One round definitely is. Um. I don't should know. They? I think we are. We should so do both. That, that causes we a bit of confusion. We got two rounds. 
just yeah, yeah, just try one and then try the other, see what works. Because yeah, I don't know. It seems a lot of people don't like the mixed ties. <laughs> I think yeah. some people did, and the ones who didn't were the ones who didn't get good results from it. Nah, I I I said this before you arrived, and that's the same a controversial opinion. I get one an episode. <laughs> it, yes, you're this quite this tire bank thing that they've got is almost as gimmicky as a reverse grid race. Say more. <laughs> you only get you only get two races, and then you've got a gimme. So it, the fact that McLaughlin was running around in thirteenth or fourteenth on the final race and not being able to get any pace out of the car, mm-hmm. um, you've got Van Gisbergen down at the back. Um, Jack Smith and, in the tent. Jack Smith in the tent. <laughs> yeah. And okay, this, is no dis- this, is, this is no disrespect to um, LeBrock, um, Hazelwood, and Heingardner. They did great. But what crossed my mind when I saw those three at the top was like, this is like the reverse grid at the E-race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my turn, my controversial take. Yeah. We're talking the other day about sport and entertainment. That's entertainment. It it is. And we we it keep is. asking for strategy to determine the outcome, not the car, and that's what we got. Oh, and look, I love it. Like Bryce finished sixth. Yeah, he did did Great. really well. Um, but I don't know. It's something about having the best guys and the best cars. You not know, being you able to sacrifice properly. Like, yeah. The Shut fact up. that Scott McLaughlin went into that final race and Ludo told him eighth is the best we're going to get. Yeah. No, he's. I think he was talking about the round win was achievable with a third, a first, and an eighth. So that's what yeah, they were aiming for. Yeah, but still saying that was aiming for, yeah. And but, I mean, this round is another thing. <laughs> we were talking about how round wins and stuff and everyone was like, oh, no, you can't have that. All they mm. talked about this weekend was going for a round win. I'm like, yeah, it's that's what this strategy does. That's what it does. Yeah. Like, mm. you have to think, like, okay, I'm going for a, like, people like McLaughlin, Van Gisbergen, Wink Up, who both of which didn't do well this weekend, but anyway, no. um, mm. they got to look at it as a round with perspective because they know they can't just go out there and win every race. They can't yeah. have the attitude of, like, I'm going to win every race. Doesn't it ring yeah. bells like the Rick Kelly Championship, the accumulator? <laughs> yeah. And look, it, it is good. I liked seeing, you know, LeBrock and that, that final battle, that race was eleven. Oh so good, that last lap. Oh, that you. was great. You had four cars in contention. Yeah. It was really good, but it's but? just I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Were you not entertained? Do you feel it's cheapened or something, Michael? Is that what you're looking for here? Because I kind of get what you mean, but I can't explain why, and yeah. I don't want to attempt. I'm to all, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I, I get what you mean as well, but it's, it's like, like manufactured. Fans, yeah, yeah, but the fans are the fans are screaming for more opportunities to pass, more winners, more podium place getters, and they get it, and then they're like, "Well, we didn't fucking want that." It's like, what? What do you want? If we want more perfect? opportunity to pass, we need to take more to, downforce but... off these cars. But do you really think that if we took equal downforce of every car, Scott McLaughlin wouldn't still win every race? Because I, I think, call bullshit. I think Lee Holsworth would have got him if we had less downforce. Yeah, because it'd be easier to follow him. Yeah. 
Lee yeah. Holsworth had a much faster car. He got held up by Anton, which I was screaming at, going, let him pass, let him pass. Yeah. And then as soon as he got onto the back of him, he couldn't pass. Scotty's pretty and good that at making was, that car that wide. Too. Of, yeah, Scotty did make that the widest Mustang in the world. But, like, Lee had so much more pace on it, but he just could not – you couldn't follow through the final corners. What's your take on that penalty, that, by the way? Oh, that's bullshit. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. He yeah, wiped yeah. the back of his car. That was – what, was it five seconds? What, nah, what an absolute piss take. That was a stupid penalty. I can't say I'm a huge fan of Beto, to be honest. How often do you find yourself going, what do you do that for? How often do you find yourself going, Beto has to apologize for that? <laughs> honestly, honestly, not often. I, I actually think he's pretty pretty fair he's across the board fair. for life scenarios. I know that they're going, like, let him race I think he really upset like me a few times through the E-Series, to be honest. So. <laughs> honestly, he was not needed during the E-Series. <laughs> not at all. That's why it annoyed me. <laughs> Hey, did Tim Schenken actually get up to Sydney, by the way? Nope. I think so. Nope. nope. So. They had um, a deputy guy, exactly what I said. Yeah. Had, Interesting, right? Um, which I think was a bit of a balls up. Like, if you are the race director, it's like Michael Massey going, oh, crap, I didn't get my quarantine done to go yeah, to this next round. Michael's not nearly 80 with health conditions. To be fair, I understand why he didn't move. Well, Almost. Like you should retire. <laughs> well, maybe this is part yeah. of it. Well, Michael originally was, and then moved over. He there. was. He was the um. He was the succession plan, and now it looks like we've got what's his name. Um, I'm trying to hurt somebody. Taylor James Taylor. James. Yeah. And you know what? You sex I assume he did a great job. He didn't. The safety car didn't pick up the wrong car. You did good. It's yeah. right. Not bad. Um, but if you speak of uh, Massey, um, there is a great interview with him on the On The Grid podcast that if you're interested in checking out, speaks a bit about how he got to the role now and, and what it was like for him sort of coming up through as well. Did a great job on that one. That's pretty cool. What did you reckon of Randall's penalty that then got taken back? I didn't see that. What happened? So yeah. on the restart, he hesitated, and that Will Brown got past him. Will Brown kept his position. Nothing happened there. But he hesitated because the flag, he still had a yellow flag out. But it was green flag conditions. But Randall seen the yellow flag and thought, no, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm going to throw this away if I go. Oh, the overlap. Yeah, yeah. So And then I can't remember why he got a penalty in the end, but essentially Will Brown got past him because he hesitated. Oh, that's right. He changed his speed he, under safety car or something quite Yeah, so he accelerated and then backed off, and you're not allowed to change oh. your acceleration because of the way it was. Because he was getting ready for the green flag. But anyway, so he dropped back because of the penalty to like ninth or something. And then come the morning, they're like, ah, oh, we can that penalty. Don't worry about it. He's still in second. So it didn't it's hurt anyone, but it was just weird. It was a weird thing to yeah. read the next day. You're like, what? <laughs> I'm going to say Randall did the right thing. Of course he did. He's the yellow flag. What else are you going to do? Yeah. This might, this is, you know, we're just praising the race director, but sometimes if, you know, they might say, get tracks all clear, but if a flag, he's like, hang on, no, one guy's not back yet. He's still yeah. on the edge of the track or something. He's waving that flag. Like they've got the final call. I assume the flag is go. If you see something, you can pull the flag out. 
100%. Well, it's up to so, spotted in the first place. And, yeah, um, so if a flag, he's got a yellow flag out and they've already called green flag and Randall sees it, then he needs to abide by that flag. Even if that was a flaggy that wasn't paying attention, didn't pull the flag in early enough. Which I think yeah. is a problem. But <laughs> it's still, yeah, that's another sure. problem. But still, he needs to abide by the flags on the track that he sees. Yeah, I was so suspecting that's, given the that's penalty. Why they took the penalty off him, but it's also why he lost first because of the whole thing. Yeah. Because that's what's got Will Brown in front of him. Showing that if he got issued it in the first place, they probably couldn't prove it by live camera footage or something like that. Mm. Well, yeah, apparently nobody picked up on it on the on the um, broadcast or anything until after the fact, well and truly. What was it like having the Super Threes and the Super Twos together? It was like I did watch. I did watch the Sunday race. It was a really big grid for that, and it was a bit of carnage because of the, you know, differential speed. But then some Super Three drivers, and don't ask me to name any of them because I can't remember them. But they would they were up there mixing it up with the Super Twos. I did see that because I I quite like how they've got it defined in the um, the the red and the yellow. Yeah. The grid on the screen where they've got the numbers and stuff and they're like, yeah, yellow and red. I didn't notice if they did orange again for the series leader or if they just didn't bother with that. I don't think they did, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the other it thing was... around that penalty. That sort of put Will Brown in lead of the championship for one night and then Randall back <laughs> again because of the whole night oh, second. <laughs> did, they use the, did they use the same orange as on McLaughlin's car? On Randall's, because on Sunday, their race, it looked dark. Like, it looked real dark orange compared to McLaughlin. I don't know if it was just the fact that the car's black, but it did not look like the same orange that was on Bryce's car last year and the same orange that's on McLaughlin's car at the the moment. COVID-induced ink shortage on those numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I'd be curious. I don't know, man. I didn't notice. I didn't look. Okay. Well, I, I, it was just really dark. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I know didn't I didn't notice. Know that sort of thing, but I didn't this time. Wait, you, you're not thinking of like racing at night, are you? No, it was super <laughs> true. It was on the Saturday. It was on the um Sunday. It was on Sunday. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're speaking of night racing though. The um the lights look really good. The lights good. did look really good. I quite enjoyed that. That was um I'm sorry, I just brought up a picture of Thomas Randall's car, but it still looks really dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fixing the wrong things, picture. mate. No, no, mm. this is important. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hijack and do a quick shout out? My sister yep, just messaged okay. me and I said, hi, Laura. <laughs> hi, Laura. There you go. I'm sure Katie was here, she would say hi. Yeah, there you go. She gets and a shout out. we continue talking for the next three hours because that's JD. <laughs> All right, Wait, so have you got the picture ready up yet? Oh, come no. on. <laughs> no. Are we actually going to do the, is the, the number dark thing? Oh, yeah, okay. the dark. I'm having a look. Yeah, it's dark. Yes, I agree. It's the same color as his Devilbis thing on the front. Maybe they've gone for yeah. that. Yeah, so that's probably like the vinyl they had on hand to print it from. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. It's dark. They just have a, yeah, that's spotting. <laughs> it's the small details I notice. Um, <laughs> okay, do you want to quickly touch on the races or do we want to like, like – Nick Perkett <laughs> did really well. Nick Perkett's yeah, actually – uh, 
did a good job. Mm. Ethan Mackie Jones on Friday was like, oof. Look at him oh, up no, there. No, I seen him up there. I was like, hey, what's going on with old Macca? You know, pit stop strategy or something. BJ are really good at, at strategy when it comes to sort of this kind of stuff. And I think they just really shone this weekend. I think they now, just pick their race for each driver. Like, this is your one with the good tyres. <laughs> was yeah. good last weekend. Yeah, but he yeah, was yeah, good definitely. with his tyres as well. Yeah, he yeah. saved that set of now, if you're a driver, if you had to choose your race to use tires, would you go Friday night with eyes on, like the people watching the TV, or would you do the Sunday afternoon race, which is like... No, I'd the... really pay attention to who the really quick dudes are doing and go not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I kind of like about the strategy is it gets more sponsors in, in front of the screens and whatnot, obviously. It does. It does, yeah. It really it... puts gives everyone their, their time to shine because... You got Did a lot of cars on- cars that you don't normally see. Like I remember, I think it was Saturday afternoon. Sunday Bryce afternoon. The, amount of times, three laps. the amount of times I looked at the TV and gone, "What's he doing there?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, I did the same. Jacobson, where did he come from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even like Heimgarten and qualifying where he did, I was impressed with that. Oh, no. those, I was those, surprised, like watching okay. the race on this Sunday and going, pace. "What's Goddard doing behind Bryce up the end?" Like. Where are they yeah. on the top? <laughs> it, it does, and I guess that would it's good for the sponsors, and it is good for the teams to go. Well, look, we're running up the front. Yeah, I look, I know I did say I didn't like the tires and stuff, but but that can only be good for the sport. Like, if you want yeah. to attract sponsors to the sport in a market that's going to be as tough as it is coming yeah. up the next 12, 24 months, that's how you need to do it. Sure, I prefer not these tires behind a car that says Shell. <laughs> Yeah, I prefer the tire strategy like this than a 60-60 race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So. If I mean, it's everyone better... has the same thing. So it's just, it seems equal. And mind you, like I'll say, because, you know, I had a few bets on the weekend, um, <laughs> it does make it way more unpredictable. Mm. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, I think, like, they, to what Michael was saying with the whole it's manufactured and that, like, they should be trying other things at the same time. Just like, oh, okay, this works. Yeah, cool. Keep it in the bank. What else can we do? Like, just yeah. doing the exact the same thing. You're at the same place. Just try something different. But the pit stop yeah. was that thing. It worked. They kept it. Let's go. Next thing. Tires. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do it work. But not, as I mentioned earlier, that Speed Cafe poll at the moment um, about whether or not the tires were good for racing is nearly deadlocked at 50 50. So it's obviously, it's starting conversation in the fans, which is awesome when you struggle to stay relevant when there's no cars on track to now well, it's slowed up. They shouldn't lock themselves down to just one format. Like, okay, cool, that tyre thing worked. Like, it's really good for this track, so we'll do it at this track. What if yep. that doesn't work at Hidden Valley? We've got to figure something else out. For sure. Yeah. Like, our track at least has got resurfaced recently, so it's not going to chew through tyres. Yeah. Oh, My good. issue with these two multiple... um compounds is i don't know how many times i can listen to um <laughs> neil crompton talk about who's got hard-ons <laughs> oh is that what your name means gotcha. <laughs> are you sure you're saying cards on yeah i know you, but... <laughs> you know that's actually an argument i think it's in what silicon valley hards are no it's hard art no it's hards on <laughs> yeah those boys whinged about it non-stop they're like we don't know what they're on it's like well mate look at the telemetry screen look at the, yeah that 
all the what big bright light on the front window. Yeah. Well, I know Jay, like Jamie for one on Sunday had the wrong light on, so there's always a little right. marker up. But, but yeah, I mean, at, at least they're and- using those lights again because I remember they brought them in because no one knew what tire they're on when we did run multiple compounds. Yeah, and then we all went to like, now nah, we're just running all softs, and then we run an event that's all hard, and we don't cross them over. So I was like, well, what's the point of having the bloody light? Yeah, for sure. But it made the pit lane reporting really cool because, you know, like Herbie diving in there, he's like, oh, yeah, he's got these ones on. They look brand new or they've just, you know, knocked the shine off them or these look a bit more worn. And and that's cool. Like it's kind of like they're having to do a bit of legwork to get that information yeah. across the broadcast. Remember those, those boys were suggesting that- we were supposed to get? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, <laughs> you can do oh, this well, perfectly. Just funny. saying, you can see it from there. No one. No one's going to that anymore. Oh, it's all but they're, they're suggesting that we know what age the tires are and how many k's they've done. I just think that's like it's too much. Like you're appeasing the nerd level of the fan, which is you know arguably us. It's, the teams aren't going to tell you. Fuck no, no they're not. No. Like oh yeah, we run real old set, man. Just just be pack. We'll give in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we ran these at uh, uh yeah we ran these at Adelaide for a few laps. And then we're going to bring them in here, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not gonna but, I mean, like it was, it was a good round. To it was really interesting to watch the final race with LeBrock, um, Hindgardner, and Hazelwood all battling for their first race win. Absolutely. Yeah. And can we you can know. we do a little golf clap for Todd? I feel like he did such a good job, especially well, that last. There you go, wearing the I, hat. I was going to say something about the hat, but Todd, we salute you. Yeah, <laughs> he did such a good job. And when Davey had the smallest of mistakes, just jumped in, no hesitation. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. It would be a bit – I can understand what he said. You know, it's a bit weird getting a podium and not being able to celebrate with family and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it would suck. Because, you know, his – I mean, we've gone to the event and you always talk to his parents They're at every race. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And they were a big part of him, like, you know, working towards getting the funding for his drives and – and whatnot. I think he's one of the least kind of rich boy products of Pit Lane, really, mm. because he's just he was known for doing bunning sausage sizzles just to fund his drives. Such yeah, a he's a super kid. chill dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's a, a great guy. Like humble. he's got a lot of time for everyone. Like you can go up and chat to him and he'll just talk. So you know, yeah. well done. And yeah, we're on his car, so ah, there you go. <laughs> I mean but like also like a really good like win for Jack to get one under his belt as well. I think after last year and having to deal with all that techno drama. I think like it proves the point for him. Like, see, I can. Hundred yeah, yeah, in the right machinery. Mm. For sure. Uh, it was good. Um, well, who was the loser of the weekend? I'm curious. What's your opinion? Jamie Wynn. I think yeah, Triple Eight racing in Triple Eight. Shane Shane was leading for so long. Ran too long, ruined his race. Yeah, got his strategy all yeah. wrong. That's like his regular strategy to run long, but it just didn't work out. He lost yeah, it just didn't time. work for him. Mm. I think the deg was a little bit different to what was expected, especially on that night race as well. The yeah, night race was weird. Surprised by that. The tires mm. all out. There was no real difference between your hard and your soft. I think it was the track that did that. Do you think Triple Eight yeah. are suffering from lack of live data in general? Because they're so reliant on it. Like their cars yeah. are so spoiled, they forgot to tell you what a car's doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, every team has access to this shit, right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, I'm curious to know, like, what's, it's a bit of a form slump for them. And you see guys like, you know, BJR and, and ProDrive who traditionally haven't been 
grid leaders starting to rise above Triple Eight, and then you go kind of hang on, like what's what's happening here? Yeah, I, I, I where don't was Morgan Chad this weekend? Solid third ish, fourth. Yeah, like, Chaz is still Chaz is still third in the championship. No, but Chaz is there or thereabouts. Yeah, like he's still third. He's like, always he's, annoying someone. Yeah, true. That's he finished look, fourth and fifth, and yeah, that race he finished fourth. I had a money on him for top three, and it was paying well. <laughs> oh, started from eighth. Yeah, but mind you, that said, you know what Perkout was paying for first? What just on the race? That would have been a fair bit. I'm thinking 15? next week, the Saturday race, Perkout's dollars are going to be like two bucks to win. You reckon? It depends oh, on how he qualifies, though. He's not really yeah. a passer. Nah. Can mm. anyone else think it was a bit weird that the surfboard, I mean, the, the trophies were surfboards? Snowboards. Snowboards. Yeah, explain that to me. I didn't like, get it. Are there, near, <laughs> are there near ski resorts there? Like, I don't know Sydney, so. Is it like a winter is, thing? Is it like they had a bunch left over and they had to whip these up in a couple of weeks? I think it's, uh, we've got these uh, square fiberglass sheets. Cut them up, paint them, bro. I'm not paying for a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying like, to I get what, it. Like they're trying to be Gold Coast. Like Gold Coast gonna has have, thing, but like we're, we're going to have to knock up on. some shitty board trophy. Like what can we boogie boards? Crocodile. <laughs> crocodiles. Yes. Crocodiles. Yeah. We'll hit up Crocodiles Park. We'll hit them up and go. Can we have three crocodiles <laughs> and one big one? <laughs> and if JD wins, just get him one of those shitty sandals, just a croc, because you love him so much, you weirdo. <laughs> Yeah. He's not here to defend himself. That's a bit mean. Nah, but uh, you, should, you should put that out publicly because people need to know this is a public service announcement. <laughs> Don't talk to JD because he wears Crocs. Mate, I had so much faith in him. Yeah. Even um, Bruce okay. right, so what, what would be Townsville's custom trophy then? A big hill. <laughs> <laughs> Replicas of the hill. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do they do in Townsville? Cowboy hat, a magnetic island, big magnet. Yeah. <laughs> big magnet. <laughs> that could be good, actually. <laughs> a giant, like a replica of that freaking stadium that was just built, maybe. Like, yeah, or, or some pieces of coral. No, it'd be more it's a like, cans thing. You'd have to do yeah. like a cowboy. Just give them some of them big horns. They love that shit. Dude. Yeah, some horns or oh, a cowboy yeah. hat, like in a Cobra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine if they had that. It'd be sick. They've so, had a few like boot sponsors, like Blundies, Mongrel, like yeah. a pair of boots. That could be a cool trophy. Put your trophy on. You could literally could do a shoey out of it. Drink straight. Yes, I think that is a great. I see, guys, I'm super guys, you can contact us. We'll take a commission. Um, <laughs> Be part of your trophy committee. <laughs> Sit there, throw enough stuff around, and we'll get saying. All right, um, supercars is done and dusted now. We need to talk about a little bit of Formula One and how much of a cock tease that first race was for the rest of the season. <laughs> it was because you promised so was much. Happen, then it was like, happened. hey, look, I've changed. I'm different. It'll be so good. It'll be exciting. Same <laughs> old boring shit. And now. Mercedes is more dominant than ever. And (laughs) somehow Lewis Hamilton had a two-second gap. uh, Not two-second gap, sorry. A seven-second gap 
in two laps, two or three laps, either way, ridiculously quick to get a seven second lead over the rest of the field. Um, even in Austria, it was still a domination. If it wasn't for Lando Norris on that final lap of the Austrian Grand Prix, or the what, what was it called? It wasn't the Austrian Grand Prix? It was, um, I think it's the Austrian Grand Prix. Yeah, That's it. yeah. Um, if it wasn't for his final lap, the race would have sucked. <laughs> that made it really exciting right at the end. Um, but this race, I think I missed Jimmy going, you was like, oh, you stay up for him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll stay up for him. Like, Ask me the first one to watch live. And I wanted to message you in the morning, man. Oh, I'm sorry you staying up live to watch that. That was the most boringest <laughs> race ever. Yeah, that was um, the first one I've stayed up to watch in a while. You know, to be honest, watching that race was a bit like watching The Hangover. I don't know which one I was watching. They're all the fucking same these days. <laughs> <laughs> The most yeah, exciting thing about that race was Max Verstappen crashed on the form, not even the formation lap, on the out lap. Yeah. And the, but they got the, him back the, out. The MVP yeah, of that round was the crew. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They you hear him like, thank the team before the race. He's like, thank you guys. You know, it means so much. You've done an awesome job. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, he, they, Fixed all the suspension and replaced it. And then there was this question mark over the car, like, is it going to survive? Yes. Um, And the rain that was raining at the start, we're like, oh, wet race. And then by the end of it, you're like, man, you should have started on dries. You would have looked like a legend. Um, Did you see Haas got a penalty? Yeah. Was that for the changing of the tyres starting from? No, it was for the team calling them in. Apparently, on the formation lap, the team is not allowed to tell you anything. Oh, so oh. you've got to make that call. Mm. Right. Yeah, right. So, that, yeah, yeah they, well, were, they, they, they weren't driving the car unaided. But then, like, if they're driving the car aided by saying, come into the pits, what about the final lap of the first race with Lando Norris being told? Coached. Not by corner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do this, all that. That's driving aided. To this corner, yeah, it was. He, to be fair, if you want to play that game, driving a Formula One car is driving aided when you've got a team of 20 software engineers back in Germany, yeah. And like, remember when they they first implemented this rule and you weren't allowed to say anything, and the teams like the drivers, like, well, what are they on? What's this? Like, I can't tell you that, yeah, it was stupid. But also, does it encourage coded speak? They're like, oh, yep, yeah, can't tell you. Oh, this sounds good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like remember you had bacon and eggs for breakfast. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that yeah. one's changed for this or some shit. Exactly. Um, so I think it's, it's a system that's like stupid to assume that they're not going to find a workaround. There's some blue what, light on the dash. I think the more controversy was Bottas's start than the, the two Hass guys um, that pitting. That was horrible. They He jumped it, stopped it. I'm surprised they like they kept banging on about it. Like he has jumped a start, he's jumped a start, and they didn't never, never went back to it. Like they no. just said, "No, nah, all good." Didn't he? Wasn't he then under investigation? Apparently, didn't even pop up. Well, I mean, he was still at the start. Still, sorry, he was still in his box at the start of the race, though, wasn't he? Ooh, and he was stopped. I think or something. He was, yeah. He went through, stopped, and then had the world's shittest start. <laughs> I think that's why they're he, like, well, he had to really fight to get that back. He pretty well penalized himself from the start of that, right? <laughs> that was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ferrari's like, ooh, you know, they're looking good. But it's not a very, it's not a power hungry circuit. So the Ferraris were always going to be able to do okay ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the two tracing points, they did all right. I did this really pink, the pink Mercedes. They locked out road two. <laughs> pink Mercedes. They did fantastic. Is Renault Renault is going to protest those cars every race until they get a response? Probably. Now, I watched a video on YouTube from Ask. Uh, it was Mark Presley, the Mark Elvis Presley, the Formula One mechanic. Now he was saying that there is actually precedent in Formula One over copping cars before. In the sixties, um, the British, because of their both British teams. So if it's going to be hoard, uh, if it's going to be in court over intellectual property, it's going to be done Britain. And yeah. a team in the sixties was charged with copying um, another car, another manufacturer over some parts. And the court said if it's 60 or 70% alike, then it's copied. So it's trademark law. Yeah, saying, you know, it's 70% like that product, therefore Mm -hmm. you've stolen it. Even if it's 30% different. They're like, no, no. So it's not not even an FIA ruling or anything. It's actually just a genuine trademark law, like intellectual property. Yeah, unless Mercedes is helping them out. Then I don't mm. think they're going to go to court. I well, think this was a team going. That would be up to Mercedes to do something about. And until they become a genuine threat, they're like, yeah, we don't really care. It's yeah, not our last problem. Year, last year's car's not as fast as this year's car. 100%. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, you can have the old one. We got a new one. It's fine. I don't know. Have you seen those two brake ducks compared? Like last year's Mercedes not, not to this year's Racing Point, they look exactly the same. Kind of funny that Toto buys a big chunk. Well, not big, but buys a share in a company that Lawrence Stroll owns, and now these cars come out like, "Oh, I left that folder behind. What happened to it? I don't know, man. Lost it." Yeah, <laughs> give one <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> and like, it's I don't know, I don't know. It's just, and I I even look at them going, they're Mercedes cars. They look just like Mercedes. Everyone was like, "Oh, last year, you know, the cars can be the same model. No one can tell the difference. They all look the same." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Nah, those look exactly like the Mercedes." Yeah, yeah. but they seem to be getting away with it right now. So what are you gonna do? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and they're doing great. They're doing, you know, a good run. I think it's good and, you to know see another team performing well. So yeah, and when yeah, we go, no, definitely. Kit, I'm I'm jumping on them. <laughs> Noted. Um, so talking about just jelly, they didn't think of it first. Like, goddamn, why didn't we pay Mercedes? Why didn't we coffee Mercedes? Because Renault would have more to lose. Being a car manufacturer, Definitely. also manufacturer. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> if if Hyundai or Kia was in Formula One, then yeah, sure, I'm pretty sure they would copy Mercedes. They already did it with their road cars. No, they copied Audi, True. bro. That's why they're not they here. Copied a European. <laughs> hey, just quietly, I passed a Kia Stinger on the highway the other day. Man, that would yeah. look good as a supercar. Yeah. Yeah. It would have. They look good. I don't think it's going to happen, though. No, no I, just, I know there was rumors a few years back, but damn, I, I wish it had really come about. Yeah. Every time I, I see it, was... I'm like, hmm, cop car. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Like, whoop. <laughs> they got Beamers down here. They got a couple oh, of them here. You don't have that type of money. No, they got given them here, apparently. They've got a McLaren they used for like a show car. Highway Patrol one. <laughs> oh, really? You'll see it about this sometimes. I'm not even joking. It's pretty cool. <laughs> got a McLaren, like, you know what to fuck him? I'm going to go speeding over speed bumps. <laughs> 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 you want to lose the cops, you have to call a car park. 
Oh. <laughs> to oh. the drive through oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging up. <laughs> Just teetering on the edge. Sorry, you were saying tips. Yeah, I am. Um, but talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, About I'm police cars. coming fourth as a reminder. So uh, I, I got to pick first this time. Yes. So um, currently the lead, Mitch, you've overtaken JD in the tip. Impressive. So you, you now have 362 points in the championship, followed by JD at 100, uh, 347. Um, and like then I have points. Yeah, and then I'm in third at 300 points, so I'm still 60 points behind. And then, sure. Hannah, um, you're in fourth. <laughs> um, Last. 246 points. Jesus. What's the differential to first? Uh, 100 odd? 110-ish points. <laughs> We'll create a fictional oh. competitor that picks Jack Smith every time so you won't be last anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll call it okay. I'm racing on easy mode, like automatic. The Nicholas, the Nicholas Latifi and Jack Smith. No, you can have Will. You can have. <laughs> you can also have Russell. You may get a point by the end of the year because they've been they George Russell. Yeah. yeah, they, they did a little they bit. They're fine well, but they don't, still don't race. They still don't like to do more than two or three laps, those Williams. No, they, yeah. but they're trying to figure something out. That's, that's they it. did. But you still did all right. Like you got forty-seven. So you so, well, you you scored the second most amount of points in the Formula One round for Austria. You're only one point behind Mitch. Um, Lando Norris really hurt you last round because he got he did. Scott Pye really hurt me the round before. Yeah, Scott Pye hurts everyone. <laughs> Off the pack up, <laughs> hurts everyone. He's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so currently you get to pick first. So do you want to tell us your tips? Yeah. So supercars, I'm going no, super safe. Uh, we, no, we're only doing Formula One. No? We can still, no, really? no one else has submitted them. So you, we will record before our Darwin, but if you still want to lock fair. your tips in, you can tell us them next week. But we, I only care about your Formula One tips. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Jeez, all right. Harsh right right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Formula One, I'm, like I said, I'm going to go for the head pick, not the heart pick this time because I need some fucking points on the board. So, going with Hamilton because, duh. Um, going with Leclerc because I felt like he's got a better chance than Seb, but uh, maybe. Um, and Bottas because, obviously, Mercedes. So. Do, you change, do you want to change to Leclerc if you're really going with your head, thinking how much of a power, power track Silverstone is and how little power the Ferraris have? Maybe. <laughs> um, are you gonna give me actually? Are you gonna let me change it or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't finally locked them in. I'm just. If you really want to pick with your head, Ferrari is not picking with your head. That's true. Maybe I'll go for Stappen instead. We can do that. Lock it in, uh-huh. Somebody else uh-huh. is gonna change this now. Yeah, these are all getting confusing. We should modify, <laughs> I think. But anyway, um, Leclerc was your unique choice because uh, JD and JD's not here to defend himself. So JD's picks is Hamilton, Bottas, and Sergio. Okay, is Sergio not going to be his unique choice? Sergio no. is his unique choice, but you've got Hamilton. I've got Verstappen. 
Well, no offense, but I pick first, and he can't defend himself. Okay, you okay, can. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I need it. <laughs> Sorry, mate. But I've already wrote them in. I should need shut I remind up. you that you used to just change it. <laughs> All right. I do appreciate the the pity, like clemency, there though. Like I obviously need that. Um, should let it go, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've got no chance anyway. He's just trying to gain on you, Mitch. If I go Bottas, that still leaves us three. It means you can't pick Bottas, Mitch. Why not? Because it because... might be unique. Oh, well, then you, could, you can't pick Hamilton then. Well, duh. <laughs> Drop Bottas, clearly. Only one driver can be selected by three people. If You can have one driver that's selected all four. Yeah, right, yeah as, as a reminder you... of the rules for anyone who's picking us up mid-season. So we select driver picks in reverse order of who is coming first so yeah. i'm coming last therefore i'm picking first we can all pick one driver the same but we all yeah. must have one unique driver and only yeah. three people can pick is it two the same yes yes so three yeah. three of us can all have the same driver. we can all have one dri- so we can all have we hamilton all have hamilton bottas but only three of us can have bottas yeah and we all must have a unique pick right. there is mud it's really not um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so and are these Mitch, picks carrying for the two rounds right, or just one? No, just this round. We'll do a repick next episode uh, when we record on the third, which will probably go out the fourth or fifth. Be just before guys. Darwin. And, yeah, and Perfect. the next round. So, oh, bitch, you probably right. want Hamilton. Yeah, so who have you picked then, Michael? Bottas and Stroll. Yeah, right. Right, you suck. Um, <laughs> Go George Russell, Mitch. He might get a point. <laughs> it could be a Probably point. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the McLarens are good. Um, hold on, hold on. So I've got Hamilton, Albon, because that's about all that's fucking left. And... <laughs> um, yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to take your <laughs> shitty pick of... Leclerc, because it comes with some sort of strategy thing. They're not going to pick Rick. What's wrong with you? He's driving a Renault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, they could still do something strategy-wise. Because I can't take any of the pink Mercedes, which would have been my first choice. Um, (laughs) Verstappen is off the table, I believe, because that's Hannah's unique. It leaves me with a f- one Ferrari. And which Ferrari would you pick? Well, the one that's leaving or the one that's the future of the... Bitch, you've got 15. Of- you've, got, you've got a lead in the championship. I don't care, all right? I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lead he wants to keep. You've ruined his day. Without me. picking a pink Mercedes, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Norris could come through. Norris could come through. That's true. Actually, I'd probably go to Lando before Leclerc, to be honest. No. Your face. <laughs> no. <is> no. <laughs> Daggers. No. I would go, you'd, you'd go Saints just to guarantee points. Lando might no. pay off, mm. but I don't know. No, I'll just I'll stick with Leclerc. All right. Cool. Timestamp. Well, We've done that. We got through this. Sorry about the rambles and not really recapping. But hey, we spoke about motorsport. That's the main thing. Do we want to confirm JD's picks? JD's picks are Hamilton, Bottas, and Sergio. Hmm. 
Cool. So we've locked them in. That's us. Um, we'll, we'll be back in two weeks' time after one round of racing, only this time. And then the next episode, we've got three rounds to cover again, so it'll be us rambling. Don't expect us to talk about anything other than Hidden Valley because we've been there twice. Um, you, you guys are going, though, aren't you? Yes. Tickets go on sale for the second round tomorrow, so Tuesday I'm at 2 p.m. I'm a maybe. Oh, I've got are you guys going to do some... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe jump on and do some live streaming if anyone's following us on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Do a little live stream report. Let's try to work out how the Insta Wizard works and we'll see if we can jump on that too. <laughs> I'll give you the password to the page. It'll be fine. I've already got them. Oh. I'm logged in as well. I can see stuff. All right. Well, yep. I just don't know how to post stuff. So <laughs> whatever. I, I don't, don't know. know can we get a million <laughs> messages rubbishing me? Wouldn't know it. <laughs> wouldn't care. we delete those yeah it's like we wouldn't tell you either like good because i'm fragile mitch has a shit beard why i never <laughs> just like just go that, where that's some fighting words we just quit the podcast well, guys well i've got a title for this episode now <laughs> mitch has a shit <laughs> Please call it that. It's going to be the best ever. <laughs> nah, I can't do that. We'll find something else. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you have anything else you want to write in, you, uh, if you, anything you guys want to talk to us, please email us. We're breakinglate at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate, or you can go to Instagram. We are breakinglate podcast. Got it. He got um, it. I'm so proud. And on that, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Say up. What?